0: i oh.
1: What's going on? What's good, my guy? Oh, man, everything, everything. Let me get off the screen.
2: Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, man, how was your week, man? It was a pretty good week, a lot more relaxed. I see you got that um, Seminole wear, going on. I think they won, man. About time, huh? Oh, man. This has been a heck, heck of a year for Florida State. It would, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I thought they was winning. I thought I, I remember a couple years ago, they was in contention for the national titles, right? They're trash now. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Oh, man.
1: they trash, but I mean, people still support them, man. They, uh, let me see. They beat Miami 3128
2: last week, but um Miami trash too. It's a man, different man. Was this the U or was this Miami of Ohio? Miami U. Hmm.
1: They're, they're trash too. Oh yeah. Let me let me let me fix that. Kwame don't like when you call um athletes trash, huh? <laughs> but uh yeah, they're not that good. They're not that good. Oh man, yeah. Um yeah, but uh I, I didn't get a chance to watch uh, any any football. Give me a second, man. It's kind of kind of warm down here, man. Let me turn this air on. Give
2: me a second. Hold on. Uh you people with that. It's always warm down there. What you uh, talking about? No, that no, then y'all start no, talking about it's cold when it's like 60, 60 degrees. People, yeah, you're right, but it's it's a little uh it's a little warm in here. Hold on. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, it's all all good. You know, in the in the sporting world, of course we we had a little bit of MMA going on this weekend anyway. Now, a, an interesting thing that I saw, and I don't know if any of you guys had seen it, Canelo Alvarez started talking about. You know, he he fought Floyd Mayweather, he lost. Fair and square, but he he started talking like like man, Floyd goes and fights people that are before their prime or after their prime. You know, he he had a little disc. I don't know if you heard that, Ron, about Canelo.
1: Yeah, a little bit.
2: Yeah, he was talking about um Floyd saying that he, he fights people before their prime or after their prime.
1: Man, he just mad because he took that L. Mm. He took
2: that L. He's like, he won't fight me again. I'm, I'm sitting there like, like basically, you doing the same thing. You trying to fight Floyd. He, how old is he? Like 45?
1: Uh no, nah, nah, yeah, about 44 or something like that. Man, look, he's scared to fight uh Charlo. Look him up. The Charlo brothers from um Michigan. Ducking him. Wow. So he's doing the same thing.
2: Floyd, like the same age as Brady, probably. <laughs> you know, he probably older than Brady. Right, right.
1: Man, I think I'm.
2: I think I was warm because of it. I got these lights over. These lights are just overbearing, man. It's about to say you ain't over here having heat flashes, are you? Nah, man, <laughs> but it, uh, it. was a little warm, man. I was about to say it ain't. It ain't that time of the month, is it? Mm-mm. Nah.
1: Shots fired. Um. <laughs> Uh yeah man um but as far as uh what you talking about um the boxing man dude beat sixteen champions I'm talking about Floyd Mayweather sixteen champions he he beat more champions than any other boxer ever even um Sugar Ray Robinson Sugar Ray Robinson he 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 was the baddest man alive but you know he I think he lost he won seventy five fights before he lost one. But he ain't fighting too many uh, champions, man. Mm. Not nothing. Uh, I'm not trying to take down his career, but you have to. He he beat everybody that was in this era, man. He, everybody had their shot. You remember we we went to uh where were we at? We were like high rollers, yeah. watching that um De La Hoya and um, Mayweather fight. I think that's who it was
2: fighting. Eating them crab legs.
1: Shout out to high rollers if anybody knows. Anything about that at Humpstead. <laughs> yeah, we was down there. Um, he beat everybody. He beat Mosley. You know, he beat uh Canelo, he beat Pacquiao. I think he would have beat Pacquiao any era, any any time because Pacquiao's just too small.
2: Right. He five six man. I'm sorry, like Canelo, he you know he's a he's a light heavyweight now. So really no, he ain't. Uh-huh. No. I, that, I think that's um hey I don't he's know one fifty-five. I think he's fighting light heavyweight I'm telling
1: you. How much is white light heavyweight? That's that's 40 pounds, ain't it?
2: It's um I think it's um what 175, right? Let's see.
1: Hey, anybody who's watching it, man, if you know anything about boxing, uh school us here, man. what's light heavyweight? Let's see. Let's find out. I know he ain't going up that much weight. He he needs to fight Charlo before he go anywhere. Mm. Charlo at one sixty, I think. Let me see. Yeah. He, uh, okay. It says uh, between one sixty five and one seventy eight. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They got him one sixty eight. He um. He's a. He's about to fight. Uh, um, let's see who's that. Um, I, I can't say this name, but um, Ilunga Makaba is it, or Ilunga. I don't know. I've, I've been out of the game with boxing. That's a cruiserweight title. Uh, okay. So, so, light,
1: light, heavy was like, like Roy Jones Jr., oh, right?
2: Yeah, that's for the cruiserweight. But yeah, but but I'm. Um, I think he was going light heavyweight, one seventy five.
1: No, he wasn't. There's no he way. He fought like
2: Sergey Kovalev for he he has the light heavyweight title. Was that
1: was that the last fight he he fought? Um,
2: it just says once, but um, he need
1: to fight Charlo brothers, man. Shout
2: out to them. You're running. <laughs> had
1: him. Yeah. See, he doing the same thing. Why you gonna go that far? Keep, there, there's fights at that 160, you know.
0: Mm.
1: And he's he's a short dude, ain't he? Uh, um, I think he's what? What are you like, five eight?
2: Uh, I, I don't know. All, all them dudes are short to me. <laughs> and I not you know, when you when you below six foot, I don't even pay attention to your height.
1: Ooh, shots fired. <laughs>
2: they will knock you the heck out oh man I, i'd be like this you see
1: you see these hands hold on you see oh, these man they hit you in your gut here you'll be oh. bleeding you'll be spitting out blood man.
2: i don't um i don't just fight with hands i, I give that frank kick just... then
1: you'll be kicked out the uh the boxing federation <laughs> 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 okay tyson
2: oh man just like um <laughs> I know my my kung fu teacher used to say like when you hit that um front kick you basically tell him to kneel before Zod.
1: I want to see you spar, man. I want to see you
2: actually getting into the ring.
1: You still you still uh, get down.
2: I haven't sparred in about five years. Why don't you come down
1: here and spar my um my uh, my son Sensei. I'm not here, man. I put the money up. I put the travel up. <laughs> Matter of fact, you know my son do, uh, my older son do jujitsu, man. Would you come down to a class down here?
2: Nah, I'm good, man. I, I, ain't, I ain't getting all that that rest stuff. <laughs> They
1: were like, "Get on your back." You're like, "You ain't never getting up off that back, man." <laughs> I'm like, quick, cause. Let, let up let up on me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Al Bundy man, he's a uh, black belt. Really? Yeah, he started in his forties. Huh. Yeah, he about seventy something now, but yeah, he say he started in his forties.
2: Wow, that's a yeah. I didn't know that. Um, he actually was balling. Um, in football. Yeah. In real
1: life. yeah, yeah. The Al Bundy man, Al Bundy syndrome. I call people. That's my little thing. A lot of people got out the Al Bundy syndrome. They keep talking about what they did in high school.
2: Oh man, that's fired. <laughs> what they did in college, right? <laughs> like,
1: man, you ain't you ain't played so long. We forgot that you played, man. Back up. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, he played for the. Uh, Wait, well, he, he played for the Steelers for like one year.
2: He got cut. Mm. I'm talking about Ed O'Neill, guys. Y'all can look it up. Ed O'Neill, Al Bundy played Park
1: a lot of those uh actors who couldn't make it there end up uh acting. Mm. Uh, what's the one dude? The dude that played uh, John Amos, I think his name was on Good Times. Mm. He played football. Mm-hmm. Wow, he, he ain't make it, <laughs> but he he um he got a tryout in the um NFL and uh what's the other dude? Um Apollo Creed.
2: Uh, okay um Carl, Carl weathers
1: yeah yeah he played you ever you ever watch um what's that show called uh police academy bubba on police academy he played football what which
2: one which one is bubba
1: the big dude with the mustache he always was like throwing people out um picking cars up and stuff
2: okay yeah he he um he played and a lot of these dudes became actors and wow it's interesting because one of the greatest, you know, actors of our day right now, I mean, whether you like his movies or not, that's a whole different story. But, you know, Dwayne Johnson, he oh, he's yeah, doing his thing. Look, man, he's
1: the greatest wrestler of all times. I don't care what nobody say. I might have to play a clip of him, man, after a while. He is the greatest wrestler of all times.
2: Mm-hmm. Well actually I don't know if he made it to the NFL. I, I know he was doing his thing the, at the U. No, he ain't make it. He ain't do his thing at the U. He was doing all right. I mean no, he didn't. L- listen, Warren um he wasn't there the whole time. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you think. and then a wrestling
1: turn. Um no man, he he was trash. He was trash, man. I remember they um they played Pitt in like ninety four. He came down here to he came to Pittsburgh.
2: Oh man, fanny packing all, huh? And um,
1: and uh, what's his oh, yeah, and uh, I think Curtis Martin ran like 200 yards on him right through his hole. Say about that, cut
2: out the (laughs) Humwood. yeah, it's a different type of running when you're running, you know, coming out the hood, you know.
1: Yo, what what, I heard is um, I was on social media today, man. What was somebody was uh, I saw a post that said that. The top running back for Still Valley got hurt and they said it was in, it may be intentional. Was that what'd you hear about that?
2: Yeah, and that that was actually, you know, said. I, I believe that when that happened, I think the play might have been over. I didn't see it. I was just reading about it. Um the the warning in the headlines say that he was getting targeted. Like, like this dude was balling. He was he was leading the um whippules for those who aren't in, in Pittsburgh or who aren't in Pennsylvania watching the whip or the you know, that's the high school football league for Western Pennsylvania. And, yeah, young, young man, Najee um, Burke, I believe. He he was balling all year, number one running back, and somewhere along the line, um, you know, he ended up possibly getting targeted. I don't know. I wasn't at the game. I was just reading the article. Well, if it's true, I think that that coach, the coaching staff, should be
1: banned from Whip Hill. If that if that's true, you yeah. know what I mean, because because they saw what was going on. If that's true, they should do a a complete investigation. Because like, what if that messed up his career? You know,
2: right? Yeah, and it, it's a shame because in in that sport, it, it unfortunately happens at different levels. That reminds me of that, that's like sweep the leg. Mm -hmm. um you know karate kid or whatever but that that unfortunately happens in real life you have haters Mm -hmm. you know people that see you um doing well and they don't want to see you doing well so they hate and that that kind of um segues into you know one of the the main topics of tonight you know um that we're going to talk about in regards to young Dolph getting um shot and killed in his own hometown so you know that's that's one of the things that we're going to talk about and then um you know also let me just look at what we got here on the menu
1: did you hear about this right here um two men convicted of killing Malcolm max will be exonerated i gotta uh fix that decades but decades later yeah
2: i i, I yeah, saw about that that's that's interesting <laughs> that's 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 all I'm gonna say for now. Yeah, I might have to uh pull that um
1: article up. Also, um <clears throat> in the news, uh Biden says spending bill will slow inflation. I know you know a lot about inflation, you know, so I figure we uh kind of score on economics,
2: if you will. Yeah, we're gonna have to talk about that. I've been talking about that the last couple of days as I'm, you know, you know, what kind of bothers me about that though is mm-hmm. that people either don't know or people don't care, <laughs> you know, yep. one, one or the other. And I think mm-hmm. that for the most part, I think it's people that don't, I think it's people that don't know what they're talking about. So therefore they don't care. <laughs> you right,
1: right, right, right. I that's hear true. people
2: talk about like, like, hey, well, the inflation is because of this and that. And um, realistically, um, you know, and I'm, I'm not going. We'll, we'll wait till we get into that segment. But it's been going on for a long time. This isn't a um, Cody pandemic, um, you know, only thing. This is stuff that's been going on and it's been bound to happen.
1: Yeah, I think um <clears throat> I think that they're trying to prepare us for inflation. So they're saying, Oh, it's a, um it's actually a good thing and this, that, and the other, because they they're not gonna be able to turn that around, in my opinion, because they printed so much money in the last twelve months. Mm. They, they printed forty percent of our income. Uh in two hundred and what forty-five years of, of America being here, we printed forty percent of the our income in twelve months. So it's just Waiting for a disaster, um, to actually happen. See, pe- people on um social media, you know, they're like basically saying they're not feeling it. I think I saw one somebody on your post, um, basically said if you're not making over four hundred thousand, um, it won't affect you.
2: I don't know if you responded to them on, on one of your uh, posts that you put out. Yeah, you know what, I I didn't really know what to make of it. The you know John said that uh, he's you know he's been in banking i believe he's still in banking so my assumption was that he was more so just being facetious about it i i didn't um actually reach out to him you know about it so but if if that is the case if that if he were serious you know i would say that it it doesn't matter look at everything right now Mm -hmm. everyone who's um not making four hundred thousand dollars a year raise your hand and everybody, um, you, you know, um, who's not making $400,000 a year, you know, is your gas higher? Is right. uh, the fight, you know, I, I keep talking about this, but the price of chicken wings are higher. You can't even find no chicken wings, mm. <laughs> you know? Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's it, it's not just that. Yeah, there, there are things related to the um, supply and demand curve, but, you know, the fact of the matter is that whenever you have a, a certain amount of money and you just start adding more money into the system, then it's automatically going to deplete the value of the money. Same thing. Um, you know, you, you guys, if anyone ever saw the social network, one of the things that happened on there that, that happened with, um, Facebook while it was, um, you know, in the beginning stages is that, um, people were mad because they felt like, um, what's his name? Zuckerberg had diluted their shares you know they had their shares and what happened was you know he ended up somehow like making more you know making more volume available and it ended up diluting the power of their shares well that's the same thing that ends up happening with the money when you start printing more and more money it ends up diluting the power of what the original money was able to buy Mm.
1: yeah you're right you're right about that man but So, um, can you pull up an article with uh young dope in this? Um, start talking about it. You got an article up, or give me one, yeah?
2: That's Uh.
1: fine, yeah, man. I um, I actually started getting into his music recently, man. It's pretty good. I mean, not recently, but like maybe like last year, I got a couple things on my workout Mm -hmm. uh mix. If you will and, and i know he did some songs with uh what's her name uh, what's, uh megan megan the stallion and um all these other people but i i thought it was interesting because everybody want to be some type of king you know what i mean like everybody's like oh i'm a king i'm a king you remember when t i was like i'm the king of the south and, and they're really taking this stuff serious now I don't know exactly what happened. We'll see what, when more details come out with Young Go. Um, but Memphis, they've been saying, right, like trying to um, take over the territory, like I'm the king, I'm the king. I know Young, Yo, Yo, what's his name, Young Gotti? Young Gotti was one of them. Um, uh, three, six mafia used to say they were the king. Um, I'm going to play a video once you uh, once you pull it up.
2: Yeah, and and remember, guys, that a lot of this is preliminary information. I'm gonna just share it on the screen real quick with you Allegedly. guys.
1: Allegedly, so oh, he
2: is dead, but because... yeah, all that to say, yeah, he he is dead. You know, um, unfortunately, but I'm just saying to say that um, you know the information, the details are probably going to change. That's that's usually the nature of these these news stories, especially whenever we're. Just getting it breaking, but all right, there we go. But you guys, can see on there, you know, um, and, and this is from multiple sources, you know. He he actually got killed while he was um going into a store to buy cookies. Now the the crazy thing about this is it kind of reminds me of um, when Nipsey Hustle, you know, same thing. The only thing it was it was his store. It was Nipsey's store. But um, this store here, Makita's Butters and Kokis and was, you know, a store that he was supporting. I think that like a week ago, he was actually on social media, you know, just um, shouting them out, which that's definitely, you know, a good thing whenever you're in a higher status or whenever you have more influence to be able to shout out the people that you're supporting because you can bring more attention to that that place only downside is that in this situation it may have brought attention uh, to him you know being there and uh maybe he said he was going to be there in the future um there there's nothing wrong with um saying where you're going to be um depending on the type of place that you are going into I'm, i'm gonna stick to the news story real quick before we talk um you know more about that but it says it was um I believe it was around 3 p.m. Um, they're, they're saying it was, um, sent senseless. Of course, um, a car. Yeah. So this was a, someone who had drove up now it doesn't specify whether he had actually came into the store or if this was just a straight up drive by. So I'd imagine that that information is going to end up coming up in the future. Here, here's a little bit of a clip. You want me well, to play I, this? I'll play
1: it. I'll play the clip. I got
2: it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, but um, you know, Ronald played that. That's from from him, you know, supporting at that store, like I said just a week ago. You know, it was but all good. Just a week ago. Man. Yeah, they were saying that he was he was doing some things within the community. Um, you know, he was doing like like turkey giveaways um let's yeah. see yeah yep right there handing out turkeys on thanksgiving and memphis um you know through through a charity speaking to school children dom- donating money to his former high school look man you gotta <laughs> you gotta get out of there man you gotta get out your hood
1: you gotta get out your hood um i'm gonna play that video what you're talking about when he went up to his favorite uh, place there, somebody was saying that, that he was buying cookies for his mom or something um last week or this mm. week i don't remember or maybe it was last week but i played that video that you're you're uh referring
2: to yeah okay uh, let me make sure this is it and meanwhile wow, what's going on it's swanny trying to get some All I get some what
3: you got
0: chocolate yeah. chill don't high hot, hot. Straight out the oven. just for you appreciate you buddy be safe yeah.
1: Um, also, you know, I got this clip and I just wanted to, um, kind of show what, where he was living in, and like his upbringing a little bit. Um, I know he was talking about his grandmother one time and he, uh, cause he, he, he was a bad kid, if you will. Um, mom and dad was on drugs, you know, I'm um, growing up in Memphis and he was raised with his grandmother, like most black, uh, boys and girls raised with their, their grandmother. And his grandmother was like the only one that can actually influence him. You know, uh, tell him to get out the streets or whatever. But he was still doing stuff. But he just didn't want her to know. Uh,
4: bad kid. He wasn't a no bad kid. He was just stayed in the stuff. You know, he was always moving.
3: I knew a crack was now, probably. Five years old, six years old. Four years old, shit like that. First time I seen crack. I seen this shit on my mom and dad's dresses like morning time when them motherfuckers trying to get some money from them to go to school. Know how that shit be? You be like, man, I need some money. I need like $2 or something to go to school. Look, see that shit. And I'm knowing, I, see, I knew what it was. That cousin and shit. They cooking and shit. That was probably like the first introduction of me to drugs. You used to seeing everybody like zombies, like dope things. Uncle's, um, 18, everywhere. You know what I'm saying? My parents, it was just my
1: calling. Yeah, and this is um, when he was talking about, his grandmother.
3: It, like, about this time, when I hit the, I get jumped in the street. I was doing little bullshit and shit. My whole thing was, though, I was like, I never want my, my grandma to know. I just had shit outside around the house. I go from the side of the house over there and jump the gate and run in and out the out house, right? Man, I go jump the gate one day, go in the out house. I got some shorts on, the dog started barking, I'm like, why she barking? Grandma coming out the back door back here, I turn around, grandma right there, I'm trying to stuff all this shit in my pants, but I got on shorts, and this shit hit straight to the floor, she just started yelling and screaming, she the only person I really ever cared about, what she say, what she think about me, just any and everything, you know what I mean? I ain't never want to let her down, I ain't never want that shit to be in her mind about me, this shit just made me cry. You know what I'm saying? Because my grandma seeing this shit like, I'm like,
1: man. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I don't understand why these people don't get out their neighborhood, man. They, you remember uh, Mo 3 got killed. He was around his neighborhood. And a lot of times, um, we'll, we'll see what happened. But a lot of people die over women. <laughs> you know, like women set them up. Like Mo 3 was set up um, by a woman. You know, um, this is him uh, rolling in the hood. I
3: remember they first got secured in the hood. Niggas ran them boy's ass. I was like, nigga was shooting at the ass. They couldn't even stay over here. They was like, hell no. Nah. My first time getting some push was that apartment right there. <laughs> when I was 11, she was 14. She carried them over the road, man. Took them over. I was like, damn, she for real. <laughs> All right. That was hood was like a movie. This shit wasn't like no other hood, I swear to God, because you got 50 young niggas clicking up and getting together every day, playing basketball on the street, or going to the gym, or coming around here playing, or even playing football. Then you got all these young niggas who big brothers and big cousins is just, you know what I'm saying, like, the dope boys and running the hood, and niggas daddies, and niggas only like, everybody know everybody, so it's like, it just like a big-ass family over here.
1: Man, that bring back memories. Man, <laughs> you gotta get out of them hoods. Man, you can't save them. Man, you can't save the people in the hood. Man, can't think about you going to keep it real. You should not have been there. You think Jay Z going back to Marcy? Never, yeah. Okay, only <laughs> people in the hood right now that I, I know of that and that hopefully nothing happened to them is um the locks, you know, because um. Uh, Styles P got some businesses in the in the neighborhood. He got those uh, juice juice shops, you know. Fat Joe don't even go back. Much as he talk about Fat Joe's in in Miami, he ain't playing around.
2: Yeah, it's um, and, and it's a sad, you know, situation in regards to it happening. Um, you you don't wish for you know death for anyone, but you know, at some point, like we. We have to get away from this stuff, you know, whatever it's called, keeping it real. You know, whatever. Um, it, it, a lot of times that's not reality, <laughs> you know, and a lot of people, unfortunately, they think that it is, but it's not. I mean, I have, I have family that may, they may not have been rich, but they, they went into the hood with nice cars chains and stuff like that, you know, getting chain snatched, you know, I have a, a, a brother, you know, who got killed in the hood. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's not a, I don't want to sit there and figure out which snakes are poisonous. If I if I see there are snakes, I'm going to just, um, you know, stay away. Now it doesn't, you know, and I say that to say that, um you know, obviously everyone in the hood, it, being the hood doesn't make you bad, but it's a it's an environment and a culture that's it's conducive towards um being a certain way. So mm-hmm. I think the days that it used to be, people used to try to make it out of the hood. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what um you know one of the um, themes of Boys in the Hood was right, and Minister Society. Right? <clears throat> yeah, Fifty Cent.
1: Yeah, yeah, people who's in it. I, they want to get out but it's just too much stress you have to worry about um you know who's um trying to break into your mom's house because you got beef with somebody because there was a rumor um today which it was false that uh somebody tried to shoot up Yo Yo Gotti's mom's house in his store but um you got a restaurant out there mm. but i mean it can happen you know what i'm saying like you have to worry about your family you got to worry about your kids you know, the real gangsters can't have kids because you know something can happen to them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so my question though is why why uh black rappers always dying, but ra- white rappers, they don't never get shot. Mm. They have they have beef as well. Like Eminem had beef with uh with some people, you had a uh, machine gun gun Kelly. You know what I'm saying? Right, like we have to really think about that. Like, why? Why is it the fact that we, we you know, we won't as African Americans, you won't shoot uh, a white man, but you'll shoot somebody that look like you. You have so much hatred for somebody that looks like you. You know, what I mean, like you just messed up the bag. Whoever did it, and if it had anything to do, any connection with another rapper, like y'all could have worked together. You know, what I mean, like if you look at, uh, well, there was a lot of assassinations in the '60s. I obviously, but a lot of a lot of people partner up. Like, if you partner up with somebody that you have beef with, because you'll see countries do it all the time. Like, they'll go to war and kill millions of people, but they'll be in the civilized in a room making deals. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if, if he would have did a record with, I don't know if he did or not, um, anybody watching that can let me know in the comments, but if, if, if young Dolph would have did a video or uh, something with uh, Yo Gotti or the other guy he had beef with, they would have made so much money for their family. And like, look at Jay Z and Nas. Yeah, like what they did, they partnered up and made a lot of money. I remember, uh, I think um, they did a—I don't know—they they, didn't do a tour together, but I know
2: they was on stage together. I know Nas came to one of his shows. Yeah, even with um, Drake and Kanye, if you if you don't think they ain't about to um, hit the hit the streets and the scene and collect all y'all's money, you fools. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. They they squashed the beef, you know. There, I don't think there was really any beef anyway. But you know who who knows,
1: right? Right. You know, and and um, I mean, people gonna eat off this man. Like like Alpo. Truth be told, we put Alpo on our on our channel, and we're getting crazy subscribers. Like it's just a shame that it happens. But the streets gotta eat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like people are eating off this. People gonna make so much money. Um... Uh, the record label is going to make money the 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 streamers the youtubers are going to make so much money off of uh of this man being killed.
2: Mm. Yeah, Swanee Um Swanee G has said that it happened in broad daylight. No cameras. Now, that 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 brings up a, another interesting point, okay? Mm-hmm. I I don't expect someone in the middle of a shooting to be able to pull their camera out or something of sort. the sort, because the shock of it all, I don't think that's realistic. Now, hopefully the store or you know, some store across the street, there was surveillance somewhere. If not, then the you know the satellites that they got up in the sky looking at us, they they they're able to see it. But the thing that bothers me is that whenever you go and ask the community for information, nobody says anything, nobody knows anything.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they got a no snitching. Like I said, that's that not no snitching stuff is for the, the gangsters. You know, we, we're allowing these gangsters to take over the, the community. No one wants to say anything about it. You know, for real, if, if, if Black Lives Matter don't come out, which I know they're not, man, I don't want to hear nothing about uh white people killing black people. I don't want to hear it because. Everybody's silent on here. everybody gonna make their money um, talking about this but when when a, a cop shoots a, shoots a black person everybody wanted oh black lives matter I don't want to hear it this is the time when we should be fighting we should be coming out because this guy had two I think he had like two kids he had a family he was taking care of a lot of people anytime you, you have somebody who uh, you know first generation rich they're taking care of a lot of people and, and that just uh,
2: stopped. Mm. they just
1: messed up the economy of that family you know what i
2: mean well real quick speaking of black lives matter um can you just enlarge this on the screen real quick let me know if when it's um up there i don't (laughs) know if everyone can see this so sean king um talcum x himself here is what he said for anyone who can't see this he said it's hard as hell to simply stay alive as a black man in America. No single group of people in the country are more likely to be murdered than black men under 40 from police violence to lynchings like Ahmad or Trayvon to gun violence like this. Um, Let let me say something to you, Sean King. You know, number one, I, I don't know where you sit on the color spectrum. You know, you're, one of those, um, you know, what's it called? Like Black Anonymous or whatever. But the to even mention those things are part of the problem. What in the heck does police violence, lynchings, Ahmaud Ar- 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 Arbery, or Trayvon Martin have to do with this? Absolutely nothing. And, you know, you see, I don't know if he's still affiliated with Black Lives Matter, but this is the type of stuff that they push to kind of, um, you know, keep you in that mindset to where there's not going to be any major progress on this. You know, I'll hear people um, say, I'm going to just take it off the screen, but I'll hear people, you know, say things like, you know, yeah, we do, we do, um, marches and we do prayer vigils and, and it, you know, but you don't see that same level of energy, you know, like, like remember, they were um, burning down, um, you know, certain buildings. Um, there were fires and things like that. Um, the, you know, they were shutting down the highways. That has never happened in regards to, you know, whenever it's community violence or let me let me say the thing that now it's a bad word to say black on black violence because they don't want it to um you know be you know put out there but let, let's call it what it is and you know for anyone who's sitting there saying um you know um any it's a it's crime within proximity you know people people try to say that all the time go, go look at the statistics because you, you're probably one of those people that likes the cdc right go on to the CDC and look at the number one cause of death for young black men. It's homicide. Know what the number one cause of death is for Hispanics and um, young white men, young white men and Hispanics, it's injuries, heart attacks. Mm. So it it just says, (laughs) but it just says there, there is a problem. And the bigger problem is that you have these groups that are always trying to divert the attention from actually dealing with what the real problem is. You know, um, let, let's say that every one of those um, police shootings, um, you know, were unjustified. Mm. It, it is not close, it doesn't put a dent in the number of what we are doing to ourselves. Mm. And if you want to talk about, some type of um, systemic oppression, or if you want to talk about um, systemic um, racism, you know, whatever you want to call it, here's what I would say actually fits into those things. When you have a, a group of people in the government, as well as organizations that are telling you that, um, hey, let, we're, we're it, it's okay to kill off your kids, and, and they're keeping it to where you're never going to grow your population. To um, the the other populations because they're saying like, hey, don't worry about that. Kill off your kids. It's cool. It's your body. It's your choice. Whenever you have a a group of people that are, um, you know, telling you that it's okay um, to, you know, there's some they're pushing, you know, welfare and saying, you know, hey, that's for single parents. And you know that in the black community, usually single parents happen to be single mothers. Unfortunately. So you you know they have them pushing that stuff. It's another thing that ends up adding into the statistics when you're talking about low education scores, crime, and um, you know, prison recidivism. And yeah. then finally, whenever you're about um you, you this this same group of people, they usually are pushing a type of music that ends up um, influencing and encouraging this lifestyle. So if we're going to talk about some type of um, systemic oppression, let's talk about that stuff because that's what's really affecting us.
5: Mm.
2: Yeah,
1: you can't (laughs) – this is not going to stop anytime soon. I mean, we're a fallen world, and until (laughs) – people don't like to hear this, but until we accept (laughs) – the the most high, like they would say, but I say Jesus. If you if you ain't accepting them, you ain't it ain't gonna work, man. You know what I'm saying? Like like right now, there's too many people just have so much hatred, so much ego. I like to say edging God out. You know, um, when you're fighting over a territory that's not yours. I heard somebody on Facebook put uh um you're fighting over uh you know, housing authority owns it, and you're fighting over this little crappy block, you know, mm. and and then you spend all your, you spend most of your time in jail, you come out and the young kids took it over and, and the young kids don't respect you, you know, what you're saying. So then we always have these people, oh yeah, uh, we're going back into communities and we're going to help out. Listen, if you're not fixing their home, it does not matter. Because when you have a hunger problem that's one problem you're gonna to trying to fix. That's it. You don't care about nothing else. You don't care about education. You don't care about nothing. You care about eating, and then when you eat, you feel you you care about your your family eating. And if you see quick money, you know you're going to do it. You know, like uh, it's just it's just a never ending cycle. We could blame who we want to blame about it, but there's gotta be a point where we have to sacrifice. Like some people we have to put some people just like to fight. Like, we always think, oh, oh, the hoods don't, there's some crazy people out here, I like to call them kamikaze people, who just don't care about their life. And so, you can't reason with it, with someone like that. You cannot reason with them. Mm-hmm. They will kill you and everybody else. Did you see what Alpo did? And, in, in, um, you know, when he was with the, uh, well, he was with AZ. I don't know if y'all saw that movie, but um, we're paying full, but it was a real story. Dude had 14 bodies on him. Mm. And he snitched. He, he got out of jail years later and he, he was going back to Harlem and nobody touched him. And he he made a good point. He was like, well, he's like, most of these people who used to gangbang back in the day, they care about their health. They care about uh, you know, they're family now. They got a family. They're not into this thing anymore, you know. But you, you, these kids just spend so much time cutting up, and because they just they just like it. Like some people, you ever been around somebody who like that stuff? Like people go to the club just to fight. Mm-hmm. They it's like a, this rush that they get, you know. And and there's no you're not going to be able to stop it. I mean, you know, some people say I know. Shout out to some people who's uh, doing stuff in the community trying to help, but. That's a lost cause, to be honest. You know? Yeah. In my opinion. Because, like, I, I can pull up a list of so many people got killed in their neighborhoods trying to help. Like, um, community organizers, not just rappers. Community organizers, um, parents. I know kids getting shot in um, Chicago doing TikTok dances in their yard. I mean, in, in the house. And this and the straight bullet hit them in the, in the crib. You know, you had uh, when George Floyd, no, no, Aubrey, when he first got uh, killed, and they was doing, they was rioting out there in Atlanta, and this family was trying to get food in, in the Wendy's. Um, you know, they were in the drive-through. They start shooting. One of the, um, little six-year-old girl got killed. Nobody out saying nothing, but when we when we say something, everybody got a problem with it. Right. You know, that that's you want to talk about systematic. That's systematic right there. If you don't care about what if you talk about black lives matter, then every black lives should matter, and not just when a white person do it. So that's that just make me think that it's definitely political. It's definitely political.
2: Yep. And people will recite these stupid points. They'll they'll say, Well, those people are, you know. They swore an oath to, you know, protect and serve. Let let me tell you something. If a cop, if a lawyer, if a bus driver or whatever, you know, someone in the army swears an oath and, you know, you feel that they um, did something they're not supposed to do, you know, bonk that oath. And the same thing, you know, that's going on, you know, when someone's dead, they're dead. Mm. It it doesn't matter if um, they, you know, someone swore an oath to protect or whatever or, and someone um, swore an oath to the streets. If right. you are dead, you are dead. It yep. doesn't matter. Yep. You know, the, the the funeral costs the same amount. Um, you know, and, and in fact, the I guess they they might help out a little bit if you die from a homicide or something of the sort, but um, you know, you, you usually have a, a mom that's gonna be um, you know, crying. uh, Unfortunately, a lot of these um, young people that are getting killed, um, you know, because even with um, young Dolph, um, 36, you know, we we don't think of it like this, especially in the black community. That is young. That's young. Mm -hmm. Anything under um, 50 is young. When Barack Obama was president, that was young. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, so we got to we got to look and, you know, readjust our mindsets to be able to envision us being able to go to these older ages, because what, what we're really saying is that you know, hey, if you you lucky to see 50 and that's sad if people are actually um, you know, saying that. Well the, the problem that we are having is
1: that it's jealousy it's jealousy because I was reading on uh, Will Smith's book and he talked about it. Now first off He said when he was um, when he finally when he got on the show uh, with the Fresh Prince show he went out there and he said all of a sudden he started getting calls um, to his manager and it was from these thugs in LA. Mm. They were trying to extort him. So somebody finally got him on the phone or not him but his uh, manager and they said look man um I see will Smith is out here making money in l a he's like we we need the to top we need to meet you know because you gotta you gotta pay us and the dude the manager was like, you know um great man I'll pay you I'll pay you all day but um I can't I can't do that. you gotta talk to the uh you know my boss or whatever and he was like, okay, give me the number he's like, well, write this down FBI and the dude hung up. But that's what these these thugs do. I remember um another thing he said in the book, uh, Will Smith, he said he said, When you're in Philly, he said you can kind of maneuver through the sewer, if you will. You can you you know who what bad areas there are because they're ran down, you know, boarded up houses and stuff, you know to stay out. He said, When you go to LA, anybody shout out to anybody who who's in whoever go to LA, but I've never been, but he said, in LA you don't know who's who because the, the, the hood looks nice. You know, they have great green grass and stuff like that. He's like, people getting jacked during the day. They'll they'll take your car during the day and shoot you during the day. So it's just a whole different environment. And I remember uh, Shug Knight was doing this. He That's how he started Death Row, allegedly. You know, he he uh, ran down on uh, Vanilla Ice and made them sign a contract. And that's what they do. That's their hustle up there, you know. <laughs> and no one talks about it. You can't even control that. I remember Trick Trick was doing that with uh, with Rick Ross and anybody else who go to uh, Detroit. You can't, as a rapper. I think rappers have the most dangerous job, you know, because they have to pretend that they're rich. A lot of them are not rich, you know. They have to pretend they got money, and then when they do shows, they got to go to. you you're rapping about hood stuff, so you have to go to your customer base. And there might be some rinky dink club with the rinky dink promoter. Right. And you don't even know nothing, better, better, let alone the sound check. And then you gotta go to the club after. <laughs> and and one thing I do know, because I, I know in Pittsburgh, a lot of people got a lot of people got robbed. A lot of people got robbed. Um like rappers. Is because these these gangbangers, they have they have the whole city, they got all the women, right? It's like an 80 20 rule so when you see somebody like Jim Jones come in and the, and the women ain't paying attention to them them dudes get jealous and they they try to see if they're tough because they talking all this crap hmm. um real quick I see you Jimmy, um in the cut in the in the queue hold on one second um but I want to show this list of uh, murders since 87. It, it started decreasing with if you notice when um gangster rap came about but Look, Scott Rock, He died in what um 1987 in his hood. These are all people who died in their hood. Um, well, Tupac, he he died in Vegas. He he uh jumped on a, a crypt. That's what happened with that. But you got Biggie Small, you got Big L. Do you remember um Jam Master J?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um Soldier Slim died in his neighborhood in New Orleans, Mac Dre. That hit people hard. Um, proof, remember Proof off of uh, Eminem's Detroit, Boy.
2: Troy, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Dollar. Um, now all these other rappers, I don't even know, but uh, I know Bankroll Fresh in Atlanta. I, that was a big deal. This is XXX uh, Extension. Whatever you say, his name. He died. Um, Jimmy Wapo from Pittsburgh. Shout out to him. You see, Nipsey Hustle trying to help out the neighborhood. Pop Smoke, that was another one. And that was, what, last year. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Pop Smoke, I think he got robbed. Um, wasn't he at like an Airbnb or something? And he must have posted where he was at and they came in there and killed him. Mm. King Vaughn, which he, um, Swanee said he, uh, his homie did it, or one of the homies. Mo Three was messing with a chick and they followed him and shot him on the highway. He's age 28. So look at, like, you're right. Like, look at these ages, man
2: sad it, it is so sad i mean these are people who have barely gotten to live life they're you know? all
1: there's one person over 40 i see on this list wow um hold on one second i want to i want to play it real quick before jimmy i get you on. i'm to play this video then we can um get jimmy on and we'll get wrap up all right um, yeah, definitely. all right hold on one second
2: Play this video real
1: quick.
2: Yeah, but it is it's, it's said, you know, um, you know, 40 years old. That is definitely young. Um
6: the name Young after his first few releases failed to catch on rapping under the name Lil Hitler. The most famous Adolf. Not
2: a, not the he's most Jewish, popular. So he's thinking about Adolf Hitler. I don't think you just have to be he's Jewish to think no, Adolf Hitler. No, we
3: ain't even. there's in the past. We so you don't. So, so that, that a
2: wasn't a thing bit. that you ever that ever came up
6: really. But he is lucky for having such a unique name. And actually, Young Dolph is America's third favorite Dolph, right after Dolph Lundgren and Dolph from The Simpsons. Dolph had a tough upbringing in Memphis, Tennessee, and in his raps he often mentions <coughs> the hard time that he had growing up, including the fact that both of his parents were crackheads, which does kind of explain why they named their son Adolf. In 2008, he nearly died in a car accident, which he described as the wake-up I want to show where um, taking um, that series. beef started with, it, uh, and he's Yo also lucky in that Yo his name, his name.
1: Somebody correct me. I listened to a well couple songs, of songs, but I ain't, I ain't really a fan. On speaking okay,
6: so
7: have <laughs> you, have you and your guy have had a conversation lately? Have you guys, not nothing?
3: Mm-hmm.
7: And you're not interested in having that conversation?
3: It ain't no pressure with me. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, like, people don't understand. Like, everybody on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. Yo, God, I was texting my phone for two years straight. What you doing, bro? What you working on, bro? Let's do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's do that. Like, it's cool. It's cool. Now we had no conversation, but if you wanted to, you know what's up. You can call me or call somebody around me, get in touch with me, but, you know, I'm going to keep doing what I do regardless. You know what I'm saying? And it ain't because no problem. It ain't. Nah, it ain't no problem, nah, I'm but I'm it's fine. different, though. He ain't, you know, you know when... It, you know, when somebody like this right here, you know what I mean? It's just like everybody else. Then came in contact with me, like, "Dawg, come on, let's do this, bro. Let's 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 put together a joint venture. Let's let me sign you. Let's do that." And I'd be like, "No, I rock with you, but I can't do that." But we still cool, we still doing music, we still kicking, we still doing whatever. Now, the following month, Yo got his
6: CMG artist and Serial Twix, the black youngster... Here, my brother. Man, uh, you out of trouble, man. Okay, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you, <laughs> <There> you go, <laughs> Twix, Twix. I'm gonna steal the
3: rest of them now, I got
6: to. <laughs> Decides to throw his hat into the beef, officially calling out Dol for his King of Memphis claims and going on Instagram and saying that he's gonna slap the shit out of him.
5: Hey, man, I'm keep this shit cheap, bro.
4: You a bitch, you a soft ass nigga, you nice ass nigga. If you got a problem, nigga, say you got a problem. Shake ass, bitch ass nigga. Ain't no motherfucking king of me. Ain't king of South ain't to see the beach.
3: Now dude,
6: this video was amazing for two dude. reasons. One, black <laughs> youngster is straight raw dog in this bottle of lean, no car. And secondly, he's wearing a Lamborghini jacket, which just reminds me of that episode of Friends where Joey pretends to have a pool. However, black youngster is one step ahead and he goes on- You know what I'm saying?
3: Like, it, it really, it didn't make no noise, right. you see? You see, it ain't make no that. noise until Dolph J put this song out. Right. You see what I'm saying? He made his artist bring up Dolph's name and tie Dolph's name to his name, right? That's when everybody got it. oh Him, sudden and sudden, nobody never knew. How do you get it for How did your guy to get pop and get some attention? Uh, yeah. Nobody heard of him to win <laughs> till he did 3-6 Mafia.
6: Two days later, Dolph elaborated further and suggested on DJ Holiday's show that he believed Yo Gotti was sneak dissing him on his previous tapes, The Art of the Hustle, and Cocaine Music Night.
3: And they play it. So, so his last two mixtape, he's trying to sneak this Dolph.
6: Now, here's where the timeline gets a little bit messed up because a lot of people out there have reported that Yo Gotti responded to this play with your bitch song with his own song called Don't Beef with Me. A lot of people have speculated that this on screen and basically cry about the fact that his baby mama is hanging out with Young Dolph. It's some savagery. Also in the video, Young Dolph gets one of the most comically bad massages I've ever seen. He recreates some pretty hilarious. Trying to get the part when he, he got his um. The up to start at the Spectrum Center. Reports started coming out that Dolph was the target of this shooting, but luckily nobody was hurt because he was being driven in a $300,000 bulletproof GMC Yukon XL SUV. Nice. I gotta say, that must be the one time that you're happy that the guy at the Hertz rental car desk upsold you an optional extra. Charlotte Mecklenburg Police said that they were exploring the possibility that music video dropped was the same day that Young Dolph's convoy was shot up a hundred times in North Carolina. This went down during the CIAA college ball tournament where Young Dolph was actually in the city of Charlotte supposedly to perform at an unofficial after party at the Cameo nightclub. The official police statement says that around 6.30pm on 600 block North Caldwell Street. Several dozen rounds were fired from high powered weapons and multiple vehicles, hitting them indiscriminately, only 30 minutes before the final game of the CIAA tournament was scheduled to start at the Spectrum Center. Reports started coming out that Dolph was the target of this shooting. But...
2: Yeah. Wow. A hundred, a hundred um shots. Hmm. You're trying to take that brother out. I mean, wow. Hey, only, um, only person I ever seen get shot up at, at, at like that was Nick Fury. Yeah, that, yeah. Was a, that, was a, that was a dope scene too. Yeah,
1: man. Shout out the Captain America. All right, let's get the callers going and then we um kind of wrap up.
2: Cool. Get Jimmy on real quick. <clears throat>
1: yeah. What's up?
2: What's going on? Jimmy X. Man,
4: it's like it's dangerous to rap. Yeah you know what i'm saying i mean the way these brothers getting shot up i don't even want to read green eggs and ham out loud dog Mm.
1: that's
4: Sam i am that's Sam i am say what nothing brother
1: nothing
4: (laughs) it's a nursery rhyme
1: man what you want what you want to rap about no pun intended
4: I just think the rap game would be so much better if, if they could get together and decide not to be violent and let and tell each other is pretend. You know what I'm saying? Everybody likes drama. But they need to get together ahead of time and say, okay, I'm going to beef you for the for the sales, for the heat. But it ain't real. But see these young guys, they're so young, you know, our people ain't got hardly no esteem. All we got is our little respect. You know, when we feel like somebody step on that, we gotta go to the further extent. Try to take their life. That ain't gonna take nobody's life over.
1: None of that is. So what why ain't them um, R and B singers getting a beef like Johnny Gill and uh and Keith Sweat? They, like you took they my, did, took my beef,
4: but but they didn't set they just settled it. They had a drink, talked about it, or they got into a little fist fight and it was over with
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, oh, it. So this ahead. is actually half half and half out. I think about Soldier Boy, um, whom unfortunately he had beef with young Dolph also, but Soldier Boy and uh, what, Chris Brown, um, they they were about the box. You That's know, how like, you handle it.
4: Yeah. But it's like we always say, ain't no man in the home. You know what I'm saying? So they don't know how to handle uh, if the man look we ain't gotta involve. we ain't gotta get no guns, we ain't gotta get no knives. Now when I see you, I'm gonna see you. If you're acting crazy, I'm gonna beat your ass, period. And if you don't think you can beat me, whatever, then let's do it. Let's settle it that way.
1: Man, Michael and Prince had beef. Why didn't they fight it out, man? They
4: did fight it out on the top of the charts, baby.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, cause you know, uh, Michael embarrassed Prince, man. When um, what was that? When uh, James Brown was uh, on tour. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Talk about that. You know, you remember it?
4: I just saw that thing when uh, they had a thing with James Brown and Michael Jackson was there. Prince came in on somebody's back though. You remember that part? Because he's so mm. short. <laughs> yeah, man. They they both. Them, I mean, it's just a different time. I don't understand hey, rap. but detail. you
1: know. Let's get back to Michael. So you remember Michael, he um he wanted to do that bad video and he wanted Prince to be like the one to be like, yo, buddy, is mine. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs>
4: we're, we're,
1: hey, we got to hey, we're gotta pull that up. <laughs> got, go ahead, man. I'm listening, man. Go ahead, Jimmy.
4: Well, you know, Prince had to look out for his reputation. He couldn't say nothing that was quasi-gay because he was right on the razor's edge all the time. You know what I'm saying? Back in that day. He couldn't say that. Mm. So,
2: Now, what what do you think about Jimmy um, rappers or anyone (laughs) that makes it that comes from the hood and um, going back to the hood? You think they should go back? No. For what? Well, why not?
4: Okay. The hood is a place where people live, they can't live anywhere else. If you made it, that means you have the ability to live somewhere else. Mm. People don't say I'm going to the, people don't say I'm going to get up and go to the hood. That's but, just where they are because of circumstance.
1: But um, you, we all have family there. So remember like 50 Cent, he'll he he'll come down to see his grandfather on a, I know he said he comes on the 24th, not the 25th but you know we all have family there so what you what you say about that you should not go
4: back uh, I don't have any family there my grandmother lived in a bad neighborhood and she moved in with my aunt. period Mm -mm. you know what I'm saying if you made it you ought to have enough room to let your people
1: make it too you know even if they steal huh some some family members still, don't they?
4: Well, sure. them the ones can't go with you. Everybody can't go.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, Jimmy, one one last question. What what do you say to like there are a lot of people that would say um you should come back and build up your hood? Um what, what do you say to that?
4: No, I'm gonna go somewhere
2: that's already built up. I'm like
4: well, why am I gonna put me? why am I gonna throw my pearls to swine?
5: Damn, son, where'd you find this?
4: <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah, why? Well, why well, I'm gonna do that? What am gonna build? What do you mean build? It's not my hood. My people don't own property there. They renters. They live there because they can't live nowhere
1: else. Hey, for the people who's listening, um, hit that like button, hit that subscribe, and also that notification bell, and um, just let you know, Jimmy, Jimmy uh, X is white. But
4: yeah, man, I want to take my people out of the hood.
1: Caucasian. You know what I'm saying?
4: Don't accuse me of being Caucasian, man. Yeah, man. Why right. my people out? And maybe give my, look, give my people, if I'm rich, right, let me give my people that I can't support just outright. Let me get them a high paying job. Let me hire them. Mm. You see what I'm saying?
1: Jimmy X is an to be singer with uh, Jerry Curl. Don't trust what he say get that jerry curl up jimmy
4: man, i don't believe in jerry curls man you don't got the mullet no man
2: juice St. loose huh with,
4: no, the, with no, the ball no. spot? with the balls oh man give it up bro jerry curl with a ball spot <laughs> that's like snake skin in the club man don't wear it. <laughs> with the with
1: the with the shiny shoes that curl up at the at the uh, toe huh that's right
4: and the taco meat with the gold chain.
1: <laughs> with, that, <laughs> with that being said, we're gonna hit the best color. But um before you go, we gotta play this clip real quick, man. Hold on one second, right? Hold on. Yeah. Let me see. Oh man, you sure did look like that, Jimmy. Force MD, cuz <laughs>
2: Jimmy. Hold on one second, but let me get back on track here. H, we see you in the queue. About to get you on in a second. Yeah,
1: real quick. Let's, this, this is the, this is how you should real beef.
2: This is the real beef right here. This yeah. how you do it.
1: Let me pull that up. Okay. There was never like any
4: rivalry between you and Mr. Jackson.
1: Oh, um, not to me.
4: No. That's, okay. Yeah. So I love the story of you. You know, there's all these Prince. I'm sorry. That's well, that. that's the guy you used to mm-hmm. be. There's the story of you turning down bad.
5: Well, you know, that Wesley Snipes character, right. that, that would have been me. <laughs> All right, now you, now you run that video in your mind.
4: <laughs> the first line of that song is, Your buddy's mine. Guys, <laughs> <Your favorite laughs> you gonna sing that to whom Because you sure ain't singing it to me.
5: And I sure ain't singing it to you. So. <laughs> Right
1: there, we got, you know, right there, we got a problem. <laughs> Stay woke.
4: Man, let me get out of here. Man, that boy sold 12 and a half million of the things, man.
1: <laughs> Stay,
4: woke.
0: The Stay
1: woke. All right, man, we're going to um hit that next caller, man. We appreciate you calling it in. All right.
2: <laughs> not, not, not X. We got H. Hello, hello,
1: you hear me? Uh, what's
5: cracking? What's going on? So I just want to respond to the last caller and um, I just want to state my opinion on why I think a lot of uh, rappers are getting killed. So um, a lot of rappers still have one foot in the streets and one foot in the industry. Like Jimmy Waffle, for example, from what I hear, from what I read, he was a, a hillside terror. Like he was shooting people. Um, killing people mm. and that karma came back to him. And that, I'm not saying that happened to young Dolph, but that's what's happened to a lot of our rappers.
1: Mm. Mm.
5: So, I mean, had Jimmy Wapo been on tour, like he wouldn't, that when it came to him like that. <clears throat> and in response to the last caller, um, there's always the question, should you build your hood up? And he said that, um, something about swine, um, just go somewhere else. Well, in Nipsey Hussle's hood, a lot of people want to be there. They own their homes. So they're million-dollar homes, and they're nice. So a lot of people choose to be there. But sometimes you just got to love your people from a distance. So I feel that Nipsey Hussle could have still had his store, but maybe not just you know be there all the time or been there with security. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because overall, he was loved in his hood by... Uh, the 60s rival gangs the inglewood family the hoovers everybody loved him it was just one crackhead the dude was literally a drug addict that killed him so had he had security with him or security at the store he'd still be alive so you could still you know build up your community just be cautious that's my thoughts
2: well you brought up an interesting point and we we kind of alluded to that earlier that over in california that, you know yes. the hoods are different, and you had said that a lot of them are homeowners. You know, yep. and, um, the the way that people treat their areas, well, whether they gangster or not, if you're a homeowner, you're going to treat a whole lot different. You know, there there ain't going to be trash, you know, all over the place. You want to keep the the lawn uh, mowed and all that stuff. You you know, it's a sense of pride, and yes. uh, I, I I think that it's a uh, a little bit different than let's say if you go to Detroit, you know. Okay, where, well, um, well, well here, here's the thing.
5: And even in LA, you have your slums, you have your ran down neighborhoods, right? Okay. And even in Detroit and Pittsburgh, uh, Philadelphia, you still have nice black communities. But if you have someone there that's shown example on how to treat the community, then others are going to follow the lead. Like, for example, Nipsey Hussle, crunch on and, and Slosson, <laughs> Like, a lot of buildings are ran down, but in his death, he encouraged a lot of black people to buy up their stores and to start start up businesses, and that's what's going on out there. So you can have a messed up neighborhood, but if you have someone who stays there and leads by example that maybe has security or um, loves the neighborhood from a distance, like you still love family from a distance, Um, you can set the example and change that neighborhood and change people's mindsets. So I don't think um, it's responsible to paint a broad brush on uh, people and just say, F them, I'm leaving, I'm going somewhere else. Because if you do that, then everyone with talent is going to leave the hood and it's always going to be the hood. And that's the problem we
1: have. Mm. Is this Sean on the phone? (laughs) (laughs) That's, <laughs> I think Sean called you. Uh, Will,
2: oh uh, man, no, Sean, Sean, he with his millions, he he don't care. He yeah. uh, he, he crying in his um million dollar bed with money all over.
1: <laughs> man, that's good stuff. Did um, you, you don't mind me asking, do you do you uh stay in the, in the neighborhood you grew up in?
5: No, well, I, I was in a uh, military child, so I lived everywhere. I lived in California, Pennsylvania, Hawaii. So I don't really have a hometown, but mm-hmm. I do go back to certain areas. Okay. Yeah.
1: I'm getting the, the heck out of there. Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> hey, I mean, I, I watch it on YouTube or something. when, they, when they, uh, What's up? I ain't going back.
5: But I think, honestly, I think Young Dolph was still in the streets. I mean, I'm not trying to you know, just dead, proves. but but just you know, showing guns and all that stuff. You know, what I mean, like he, he was he doing anything positive? I mean, that karma comes back to you.
1: That's true. You
5: know what I mean, the, the, like Jay Z ain't getting shot. Um, who else? Like your upper echelon rappers mm-hmm. that still invest in the hood, they, they're not getting shot because they're not in the streets. Kanye West. It's a good point. But
1: like Big L, but your
5: uh, but your rappers are still involved in that lifestyle the ones getting shot
1: you mm. are so right about that i agree with that yeah. um soldier slim is another one you know he was soldier, soldier
5: slim had a lot of bodies man he killed a lot of people mm. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. he was a mm. uh, he was a shooter and like you you you're signed with no limit so why and you're making millions why are you still doing this stuff so
1: Benny seagull almost got killed remember that
5: but he, he was
1: in the streets too yeah, you're right. There's a, there's a little theme going on <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> here. They're
2: banging. They, they mm-hmm. Jay Z playing. Tupac was banging.
5: Yeah, Tupac was had no business beating the crip up. I mean, you're you got the number one record, and you're gonna you know fight, roll with bloods and beat up a crip, and then they they don't care if you're a rapper or not. They're gonna shoot you. That's just the the lifestyle in L.A. Like they don't care who you are, if you if you. It's all about retaliation, revenge, and get back. If you violate someone, they're going to get after you, no matter who you are. So had Tupac not be in uh, Orlando Anderson up, he'd still be here. And he had no business, you know, commun- communicating with someone lower than him. So,
1: man, good stuff, man. A- uh, wait, go ahead. Would you want to say something? That's it. We oh, appreciate it, man. You want to... Um... Say anything, um, last comments or anything for, before we wrap up. just
5: uh, nah, Appreciate the show. Keep doing what you're doing. Peace.
1: Appreciate that.
5: <laughs> All right, man. Yeah.
1: Oh man, that was good. That was a good uh, take on
2: it, man. These dudes are still in these streets. <clears throat> I believe them. It's good to get a um, perspective. Um, people who a lot of people don't travel. You know, mm-hmm. uh, one one thing they was talking about being a a military kid you know those people they get to see different places you know which i always think that's a benefit also Uh, i think that if a lot of people who are you know in these different hoods had a chance to you know actually because i didn't know i didn't travel till i was like other in like ohio you know to cedar point and stuff like that i didn't go anywhere till i was like 23 you know, um, I didn't know the ease of, um, you know, flying on an airplane or, um, driving somewhere, but I think that that, that is a big thing. And that's why, you know, shout out to, and we'll, we'll have a mom on the show, I believe in December, you know, King Randall, you know, what he's doing with, with those, um, at risk youth is he's actually taking them all over, like he's taking them up to New York. He's taking them, they're, they're learning about how to change oil, how to fix things. Um, you know, so he's, he's doing some things, but he's taking them out of their comfort settings. So those kids will always remember, like, man, I remember when we went to um, Michigan. I remember when we went to New York. I remember when we went to Texas. You know, these are Georgia boys from, you know, Albany, you know, Georgia, small town. You know and they'll they'll never actually forget that so i think that that's definitely huge
1: yeah i mean it's huge but like i said uh um shout out to swanee saying people need to stop playing god and start serving god i totally agree with that Mm -hmm. i think uh the culture is just too strong man the the ghetto culture is attractive you know like people want to you know uh twerk on social media and tote guns and it's just it's just too big. It's too big. I, I lived in Detroit, well, close to Detroit. I stayed out of Detroit because that's what the, everybody told me to do. You know, um, it's just a lot of places just run down. And it's just, if we don't, and this, this is my opinion, but first off, it's a money issue, you know, because if you're a single parent, you're going to go to where you can afford, which is the slums, you know what I mean? You're going to, and then and it's just a cycle there because usually if you're in the slums that means you have a bad school the kids are getting bullied so when the kids are getting bullied they're going to try to uh get on the the wrong side of town because they're going to get the protection there the same way when you're in jail you know when you get locked up you know you you have to align with somebody for safety reasons you know what i mean so it, it all starts with the parents i, I was looking at will smith Funny thing, man, I was saying on social media, I didn't know he was from Homewood. Um, not him, but his mother's from Homewood, and she moved to uh, Philly. But um, Will Smith had two parents, and they both worked. So therefore, he went to the best schools in the 70s. You know, he lived in a, in a um, decent neighborhood. He he said he didn't see, uh, he didn't go to a black school until he was like 14, 15. And as soon as he went to the black school, he got bullied. Like his he, Will says, Will Smith said his first day at school, um, he he might as well say he kind of started it. But this one dude, um, well, Will Smith went on the on the uh, table, and he was like, he just stopped everybody from um, talking. He's like, you know, I'm here, basically. You know, he 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 uh, showed everybody he was there, and then this kid came over there and told him to shut up. So Will said something smart to him. So the dude went and took one of them locks on the locker and put it on his knuckle and cracked him in his head and he busted he um knocked out his teeth. And he, you know, basically was unconscious. And they, and they um sent this kid to jail. You know what I'm saying? But that's just like the nature of, of ghettos. I, I remember um going into East Junior High, and we had this new student, and they beat this dude up every time he got off suspension. You know what I'm saying? What are you going to do? Either you're going to join them or you're going to try to kill one of them, right? Mm. You know, and I saw this happen all the time. And so I just, I don't know, man. I mean, I hear what you're saying. They can see other things. But I, I remember um, this one well, lady... I well, I'm not saying like,
2: it's going to stop it. You know, I'm just saying that it um, it puts a little bit more of, you know... A, a seed of something else so to say just like um if someone you know doesn't have a job or whatever or if someone's never you know had any influence from um you know church or, or or whatever like like doing something different but but i i agree with what you're saying do you remember mike tyson
1: mike tyson went went up to uh custom <laughs> house and he started robbing him mm. that's just the nature he was like i'm brownsville you know <laughs> So, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but, uh, I mean, this, this is going to happen all the time, man. I just feel like uh, to we need to really
2: focus on our point house, point huh? Point Tyson is um probably, you know, outside of uh, Mess With The Mushrooms. He's, you know, probably one of the sharpest minds, you know. Um, he said he
1: should have been dead. They protected him because he because he was the moneymaker.
2: Mm-hmm. They, he should
1: have been dead like his, the rest of his friends.
2: Mm-hmm. But he, he wouldn't have been reading those books. You know, otherwise, I, I, I,
1: he's uh, repenting. If you notice, right, right now he's repenting for the stuff he did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know. Yeah. But I hear what you're saying. But um, I mean, the good thing is his house is good. Like he he's he's with his wife. He's raising his kids. You know, he's out the hood.
2: <laughs> right. I mean, for those who didn't hear earlier. The, this is my my three point list of you know what I say is the system the, the the system promotes um single parenthood which usually results in you know single mothers the system um promotes keeping the population a lower amount whether it's through um the the abortion or whether it's through um you know supporting the inability for us to be able to multiply. So, you know, for example, um, you know, like the LGBT stuff, Hey, you, you guys can do what you want to do, but you cannot multiply. Third point is that, um, the system actually supports, um, you know, bad music that's supporting for people to be able to do, you know, bad things, harmful to each other, whether it's drugs or violence. So that's my three points as far as, um, what I see. That's um going on. That's actually keeping us down.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, I, I can't say nothing to that, man. So, um, I guess we could end it. And the show it was a good show. Um, definitely. Uh, let me pull up the banner real quick. One of our sponsors. Hold on check out one of our sponsors afjcworldwide.com that is afjcworldwide.com for our latest apparel homeware and drinkware definitely get a shirt for your husband wife doesn't matter again check out afjcworldwide.com Right, and if you want to support the channel, definitely we appreciate the support. If you want us to continue this show, definitely hit us up, TNJ Radio. Um, we you know we appreciate the, um, all the people who support. We had a really good show last week, man. If you um go on our YouTube page and um, hit the archives, we we was uh, talking about what CRT last week. For
2: yeah. yeah, special guest. Yeah, a special guest who's been um he's been making the rounds, been on Fox News, um, been on The Blaze. Yeah, the Blaze. A lot of um, you know, pretty popular channels, but um, you know, decided to, you know, um take some time to talk with us. So definitely go back, listen to it, it says on there, um our our kids are under attack or you know, something like that. I think that's the title of the show. But last Wednesday.
1: Yeah, we're gonna um kind of break them down a little bit too for the people who's on there. We appreciate you um uh, also watching our our videos, man. We're getting a lot of uh, buzz on that. You out there killing it with the videos, man? In the car, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Driving um,
2: with wheel, huh? Yeah, yeah. Y'all be hearing my turn signals. It's I'd be like click, 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 click. <laughs> I do put my seatbelt on. So y'all
1: don't <laughs> hear gotta hear it you, you do your best work in there, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, we appreciate you uh supporting the channel, man. And uh definitely like I said, share with somebody. Um like it and where we are out. Peace. Oops, peace.